Zordor. Wait, what am I doing? The world. The, the world, world is on though. fire. The world. The world. Though. Oh, you. That's right. We haven't watched. Uh, what's it? We haven't watched the. Uh, oh man, the meme machine. The meme machine. Yeah. Oh crap. Why am I blanking on the name? I definitely don't know what you're talking about. Uh. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Oh, no. Haven't yeah, watched it. Yeah, I'm yeah. okay. No. I think that's like the villain's power. But anyway. No. Oh, okay. okay. Anyway. So there we go. All right. All right. So now that I've frozen time uh, and I get to live in my embarrassment for all eternity, welcome back Awkward. to welcome back to the uh, <laughs> Triangle Anime and Manga Review Podcast. You doing all right, man? I know it's a little earlier than when we usually record, but uh, I feel like you're uh, kind of stumbling around there. I, I don't Are you know. Drunk? I, don't I mean, know. it's only twelve o'clock. You know, maybe I should have some more beers, and that wouldn't make me feel. That better. is true. Like people use coffee to wake up. I think you, you know, some of us use other things. Yeah. Maybe you uh, use beer. Yeah, I mean, I'm just not used to. Uh, I don't know. I, I I've got my team on in the background, so I'm not used to being distracted and talking at the same. You gotta time. Gotta watch college football. Keep up. My team luckily played during the week, and we won, so I'm good. That was a weird game. That was a weird game. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> But yeah, that's taking over our lives now, college football. I don't have any free time, man. Like, I literally, I'm doing this hobby, I'm doing the other hobby at the same time. I got a wedding to plan. That like, is true. Work isn't letting up. Like, I'm right. I feel like we say that every podcast. It's <coughs> like, oh, we're, I mean, I'm not saying that it's no different now. Like, we're just constantly busy. And, like, I keep telling people, like, I find all these cool things that I want to do, and then I'm like, I can't add another hobby. Like, it's literally impossible for me to add another hobby and do them well enough. I've literally gotten to the point now where I actually have to start deciding which hobbies I don't want to. Yeah, that's fair. It's tough. Life is is hard. Like, the other day, we went to the state fair, and I saw um, some bonsai trees, and it's always something that I've wanted to get into, like, growing a bonsai tree and, like, tending to it. And I just, like, they had classes and everything you could go to, but then I realized, like, you have to put so much effort into it and maintain it, and it's just too much work. Like, I have so many hobbies already. I barely have enough time to go bowl when I want to go bowl. Yeah, it's it's exhausting. I mean, and taking care of it's, a plan. It's great, but yeah. It is taking, taking care of a plan is harder than it would. Oh, yeah, for sure. I, I actually do, like, I think there's more time in the day <laughs> than you realize. It's just also, like, you know, there's this natural tendency of human beings to be like, you know, I only want to put this much effort in because I'm already tired from doing Oh, yeah. That's the decisions you make when you get home from work and you're like, how much do I want to make it? How much effort do I want to put into making food or watching anime or going to play disc golf? Usually everything gets pushed to the side for disc golf, but, you know, we all have our priorities. Yeah, you know, disc golf is definitely up there on the list. Yeah. And then we got dogs to take care of. That is true. There's days where I'm like, man, I wish I would have spent more time with my dogs. And I try to make time for them as much as possible. Fair enough. But, yeah, yeah, so. But like you said, it does not help that this season is just absolutely fucking stacked i like, know it's just uh and, and not just like oh there's a lot to watch i feel like there's a lot to watch and it's all great like everything that i'm watching so far i just want to keep watching it's not like a uh, i'll get back to it kind of situation right and i think also part of it though is that you know uh i think the whole atmosphere has really well been well set this uh year Especially by the music trends that are going on in the intros and the out, you know, outros for all these anime. Like it's hard for me not to be hyped or to kind of get to uh, get them out of my mind when I can like kind of think back and hear all the music playing around them. I mean, specifically some of the bigger uh, ep- bigger shows this season have 
God, they've got such great intros and outros. I mean, Chainsaw Man, obviously, we're going to talk about, but man, they, uh, Gundam, uh, Gundam, the Sword Isekai, the, uh, Bochi, Bochi, which has been amazing, uh, the, uh, Cyberpunk 2020. Yeah. No, they've no, all. That's had... the game. The Cyberpunk Edge Runners. Okay, sorry. Cyberpunk Edge Runners. Yes. Well. Also, it's not 2020. Signif- significantly. Like 40 or something. 20, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, it's like some distant time in the future. But I... no, you're right. Like, I. Like, that's something we were going to discuss today is uh, just like OPs and EDs. Um, and I will say that I tend to gravitate towards OPs more because I let those play. Usually, the EDs, I'm like, let's just get on to the next episode. Yeah, but. But no. they still, some of them still kind of hang on in my mind, and it's definitely a great way for me to keep them like, st- like stuck to my brain, like a catchy song, and that's what they are essentially. So, um, I will say that a lot of them this season um, do stick out. In uh, every season, I feel like I always have like a few that I really like because I have a going playlist of like my favorite um, songs from the season. So I have like almost four hours of anime. Um, songs, anime OPs and EDs from the last two, three years. Yeah, um, there's, I mean, there's been a lot of good ones. I've been, I've been looking for like a really hype one, I guess since, uh, man, I am just stumbling on all the names. You're going to have to help me out. The one with the uh, android who, like, the guy comes back from the future and... Vivi? Vivi, oh my god. Oh, that that was, that that was, was something else. Yeah. Oh that was an god. absolute bang. I think that season was when I started like adding more, because I think a lot of mm-hmm. them that... Because like, Autaxi also had a really good oh, one. That one, um, that one was... I don't know if I can call it a banger, but that no, one was, was like, different. so like out so, there. So that's the thing. Like Different songs, different OPs and EDs have different styles. Like Usually, you'll find that the OPs and EDs kind of change... Uh, like feeling like the, maybe the intro is a little bit more upbeat and the outro is like a little bit more calm or vice versa but um I, I, I do like different types you know some of my favorite ones if i think about it can be um i have a few favorites or a few ones that kind of stick with me and like one that came to mind was um the one for samurai shampoo which is a really like jazz uh lo-fi hip-hop intro and it's really calm. Like, you think of Samurai Champloo and it's a very, like, kind of over-the-top, funny-slash-action-based kind of thing. But the intro is just very, very chill, kind of really tempers expectations. And then you get into the show. So, like, yeah. one would think, oh, you want something super hype, super upbeat. But, I mean, everything kind of has its place. You know, it just depends on how it's done. Well, I will say it does have an edge to it. And I guess that brings us into the question is, like, what makes a great intro for you to listen to. And uh, for me, I think part of it is maintaining the correct atmosphere for whatever you're kind of going for in a story. What I like about Samurai Champloo's is that it is laid back. And really, if you think about the show, I think probably what sticks out in people's mind is all the great action and fight Mm -hmm. scenes. But if you look at the show, the majority of it is just about (laughs) <laughs> basically three losers kind of roaming around Japan. Yeah, I mean, that show yeah. is the epitome of, like, it's not about where you're going. It's not about where you're ending out is where you're going, right? Going. The adventure, yeah, right? Yeah, it's yeah. about those three people who are from different walks of earth, from the of, from life kind of, like, sharing a journey. And they do a good job of, like, especially the visuals. You know, we talk about the song itself, but the visuals do a good job of emphasizing their differences 
And um, but yeah, you're right. I mean, the majority of the growth and the important plot points in that show are usually the calm and interactions between the characters. Right. And I think that... Excuse me. You know, we talked about, I think, the last time we met up, we talked about a vibe uh, with the night, the... Uh, Call of the night. night. Yeah, that's another good... And I think, I think that's kind of what you're talking about, is you want to have, like, a show... You want to have an intro that kind of emphasizes, like, this is what... <laughs> It's not only what the show is about, because the show is obviously going to take you on twists and turns. Um, and I think, talking about the intro, I would pull it up. We're not going to play it here, but the intro talks about, you know, the way of the samurai and the days where you didn't have to kind of follow all these rules as strictly as possible. So it does talk about the show, but it also kind of follows that atmosphere that the characters bring about where even though they have goals their main focus is kind of just staying alive and kind of just doing their own thing, essentially. And I do like that at the atmosphere that's brought about by that lo-fi beat where you just don't even really... You don't really even know what to think about uh, because it's so chill compared to what you would expect for a samurai a show. A samurai show, yeah. But, um, uh, but that was my example. What, what's, what's one of your, like... In your head, maybe favorite, not necessarily favorite, but one that kind of sticks out. Well, I mean, I could talk about, uh, I could talk about the um, Cowboy Bebop, which is the obvious reference, <laughs> very similar to uh, Samurai Shampoo. But my personal favorite has always been Ping Pong the Animation, um, and Ping Pong the Animation. Obviously, if you can't guess by the title, it's about characters that play ping pong, but it's also about, I guess, the different reasons that people like a sport or the different reasons that people who are growing up kind of fall into either loving a sport or either going away from a sport. Mm. And so the intro is a punk rock band. Um, I don't remember their names. This is a continuing trend today. But um, what the theme of their song is essentially about being rebellious and being youthful and not, you know, how people who are older don't necessarily get you and while the upbeat kind of atmosphere it's really high tempo and it gets the idea of ping pong which is a very back and forth high tempo style game but it also kind of rings true for the characters themselves who are all ping pong players but they're all trying to figure out you know where is this going to lead me in my life or what does this mean for me and the sport, why do I like this sport so much and what's it going to mean for me down the line? Which I think, you know, talking about college football or talking about stuff, like that's kind of some of the things you, you don't know. Like, are you going to go pro? Are you just going to do this so you can get an like education? Like that, yeah. Is it just something that you do for fun? Yeah. So, and that's, I, I really like that it kind of twines that all together. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> so, I really like that intro. There you go. Nice. Uh, yeah, no, I listened to it, and it is very, it's a good, not only is it, a you know, a very, like, I guess a good representation of maybe what you're talking about, about the show itself. I haven't seen that anime, but I did like the song. It's very catchy, very punk rocky, uh, upbeat, and those are things that are very um, easy to, I guess, kind of like, stick in your head and enjoy and kind of remember so it gets you in the mood to watch it. And that's, that's kind of the purpose of o, uh, OPs, kind of to get you excited to watch it. Um, 
And EDs are kind of the bring down, right? They're the ones that kind of let you breathe. And I like that, especially when a uh, anime does it well, where like maybe you have a, an ending that's kind of jarring or an ending that kind of like makes you think. And then they let you give you time to think about it. They, they kind of put you in a space that's nice and calming. And um, those are some of my favorite EDs are the ones that just kind of sit and let you kind of absorb it all. Um, but I mean, you can also get the upbeat uh, EDs that are kind of, you know, usually when I think of like the upbeat EDs, they're usually ones that uh, go with like happy, like very like short rom-com type of animes. Like I think of those, I'm like, oh yeah, I still want to keep being a good mood, upbeat. But um, yeah, it's just something that, yeah, I that think, I it's think overlooked like... sometimes because a lot of people still put a lot of uh, effort into OPs and EDs. That is just an extension of the anime itself. It's not just a song, you know, it's... They put new animations in there, as we'll talk about it in some of the ones this season. Like, there's one in particular that the animations for the OP are just absolutely amazing. Like, it's like an entire homage to movies. Yeah. And same show as they're doing, like, different EDs for every episode. Like, that's, like, I think that's really cool, really unique, something nice to see. Yeah. And, I mean, <clears throat> another one that we're not talking about today, but a good example of your ED discussion is kind of like uh, Spy Family, where it's... It's a come down, but it's also kind of upbeat and happy because you're excited about that. But yeah, I mean, I think that those good aspects do a lot for the show, and it also does a lot for you remembering and kind of coming back to it over and over again. Yeah. But yeah, we still got plenty of anime to talk about, so by all means, let's get into it. Yeah, uh, that was the intro. We're, we're here to talk about anime, um, uh, and this is the first impressions of the fall 2022 season. Yeah, we're um, currently three episodes in to yeah, all of these shows. Three to four. Some of them are just did start this past week or the week before, so that helps us in our case because we've decided to do two parts to the first impressions of twenty twenty two fall because there is just so damn much. Yeah, uh, I think we maxed this episode out at ten ten animes, and the next one is probably just as much or more. So um, that will come out pretty soon because uh, we're catching up with everything else. Yeah, we're trying to get uh, all of these, but there's so many. Yeah, Because, yeah, I mean, I maybe... Usually there's one or two I haven't watched of yours. I think on this list there's only one I haven't watched, and it's only because I didn't realize what service it was streaming yeah, on. Yeah, and, and literally at the last yeah. minute it got picked up by yeah. Dive, So, um, But, yeah, the next episode is going to be just as packed. So um, this will be the first one, um, and uh, we'll go ahead and get started. All right. So with that, all that said, let's get into it. So we've got uh, Gundam, the Witch of Mercury. The Witch from Mercury. Merge from Mercury. From. From. Uh, um, uh. So I, I kind of am more curious about your take, because uh, I have seen, I think, more Gundam in general, and I think Gundam has a broad spectrum of stories. My thought on this series so far is I do really love the action because the action is fantastically done. It's got some interesting mech designs. Not like the best mech designs, but some interesting ones. I kind of want to see how they continue to develop. The problem is I feel like they're kind of playing hard and fast with the rules, if that makes any sense. Because uh, it seems like... This universe, they have this big... They start you off in this universe where if you watch the prologue, things are very serious and people are dying. 
And then it kind of turns into a high school anime where it's like everything is solved by fighting duels with Gundams. And it's confusing to me because it's like they want to be a dark, serious, brooding anime, but they also want to have that childish high school atmosphere at the same time. Um, And it's tough for me to reconcile. I do also kind of wonder about the main character. Like, I like her. Um... First female Gundam pilot. She's very talented. First main character female. First main character vehicle Gundam pilot. She's very talented, but inside of the mech she's great. But outside of the mech she doesn't... She's so unconfident in everything she does. And I kind of wish she would be... She would. I wish she would kind of pick her fights. Like She does have moments where she stands up for things and stands up for people. But then she ends up cowering again in like five seconds. I kind of wish she would show more of a like, you know, I'm afraid to speak out because I'm a nervous kind of recluse. But also I have some moments where I will, I'm going to show that I'm not going to back down no matter what you say to me. And I guess you could argue there's some of that, but I really struggle with what I've seen from her. So I like it. Really like where it's going. Intro is one of the better techno beat because, like, I don't think we've had a good techno intro in a while, and this one was like got some really good drops. But uh, generally speaking, I'm gonna keep watching, and I like the series, but I am perplexed by some of the decisions. I guess is the way I would put it. So, uh, Ozzy, what are your thoughts so far? Um, so I've watched a decent amount of Gundam series, um, and overall, I'm a huge Gundam fan. I love mechas, like. Any mecha, if you put it into a series, I'm going to watch because I just, they always look cool. You know, it's always, the, they always make the animation between fighting mechas like really, uh, like really interesting, good on the eyes. Um, and <clears throat> like even for my first Gundam, I think my first Gundam was Gundam Wing. And I think, I know I'll get hate for this, but G Gundam made me fall in love with Gundam. Um, I know that was more of the shonen type of Gundam, but um, this one is different. Um, from the ones I've seen, and I think most people can agree that it does kind of stand out a little bit because it doesn't have that same feel of like, I guess because of the high school aspect, the young generation aspect in this one, it has that different feel. Um, so I do agree that it is, it is kind of like, it did start off with the prologue being a little dark, which is great. Like I saw that and I'm like, I'm in. And then it kind of made this like jump to high school life, kids kind of meeting each other, getting to know each other, literally just high school stuff. Uh, And in the background, they had a few like government, normal, typical Gundam stuff where it's like, ah, the government hates this one faction, this Uh, one faction doesn't like that. Now, is Um, it government? I think it's like capitalism is the big villain this time because it's like they're all companies that are running the show. I mean, I guess, yes. At the end of the day, it's it's, it's someone who's controlling... Um, and it, I guess it's not government. Uh, it is capitalism. Um, and then, I mean, we still don't know 100% who's kind of pulling the strings here. But, so we see a little bit of that. So it's not necessarily that it's gone. It's just the forefront of this TV show so far, or anime, is the high school setting. So I can understand how people are a little bit, um, I guess, not bothered, but just kind of like waiting, right? They're like, okay, we get it. It's a high school thing. But I, th- I think at the same time, this setting allows it to be more um, easily, like, approachable to new people. Like, 
I will say that I've seen a lot of people say like they've liked this as one of the first Gundams that they've enjoyed, and I think it's because of that, because it's a little bit easier to absorb, uh, to kind of get into the story, get into the setting, and because it doesn't tie into the larger overarching series of Gundam, like it's its own thing. Like it, it's not part of the same timeline as everything else, and if it is, I'm not entirely... I, I think they said it's not, but even if it was, you don't need to watch any other Gundam to watch yeah, this and appreciate this. Yeah, right? you know what's going on. So that's on. a big thing. I think they did a good job doing that. Um, so I, for one, am okay with the setting, the the characters. I'm okay being a little bit patient, but I can see that I think it's kind of looming in the background and it's going to turn at some point. I think it is, and, and when it does, it will it will be great. If it takes its time, I, I can see where people might be a little bit annoyed. Uh, and if it doesn't ever turn, and if it just kind of stays with the whole high school situation i can see why people don't will will really not like this um so i think and i hope that they do flip the switch um like i said they've definitely had this foreshadowing stuff in the background with um normal stuff you see in gundam which is like you know controlling by other people elitism uh, racism stuff of that nature and i think they do a good job of kind of like showing that in the background and still kind of emphasizing that in the school so i will say that it's not just like normal school day-to-day stuff like yeah they have their gundam fights and stuff like that but uh like that elitism that i talked about that racism that you see in the real world is still you know shown in the school setting so it's not just oh yeah there's problems outside this school whatever we'll get to it it's like that's like seeping into the school it's it's a microcosm of the world in itself or the universe in this case so, um, I am really enjoying this. Uh, I have the same quarrels with the main character, Saleta. She is a little too timid. I like that she's not your typical, like, stoic, super confident main character. Because every time I think of, like, Gundam, I think of some stoic dude who's just like, yeah. I can over- overcome anything. Yeah, sure, I, she- I may have problems, but he he's like... Not phased by anything. Well, I do respect that she hasn't gone through like super soldier training. She's not That's true. like she's not like super confident about everything. I do appreciate that, but I kind of like look at her and I'm like. You have not lost a single Gundam well, fight, and you are so scared of everything. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, like, just because I appreciate that she's not one thing, I'm. I also don't appreciate that she is too far the other way. Like, it's okay for her not to be com- completely confident because she is kind of sheltered. She lives on Mercury, which is away from where, you know, the story is set. And um, she just doesn't come off confident at all outside of her mecha suit. I will say that in her, her mecha suit, she becomes kind of different, kind of a little bit more confident, and that's good. Um, I did say in my review that I do believe it's because a lot of the characters that she's around are very confident. Like, the other main character, uh, her... To be uh, wife, yeah, Mir- white haired girl, super kid. confident, super like she's like yeah. the the daughter of like the chairman or whatever. Yeah. And so, she is not the top dog, but she is very aggressive. She's very yeah. aggressive. She and then is. the other character that she's starting to get to know, Ghoul, who is the son of like another capitalist like leader, yeah. is super aggressive. So it's like it's hard to see her, you know, quivering and sitting there and like being super non-confident when everyone else is like overbearing the confidence. I guess that's fair because even like in the recent episode, they brought up like the 
girl from the planet Earth, the like pink haired girl. Yeah, Choo Choo. Who I don't know how Cho-cho. she gets her hair into that helmet. <laughs> um, but yeah, so and she like the first interaction she has with that girl is she throws a wrench at her, and I'm like, well, yeah, yeah, I guess it makes sense. Time. I guess yeah. it makes sense that she would be a little afraid then. Yeah, no, I mean I get it, and I do respect it. I just. I would like to see her be a little more yeah, and confident. I, th- I, yeah. I hope we get that. I think we will. I think it allows for more growth. I don't think necessarily that's a good way to do it, but it does allow for more growth. I also, yeah, and this is just a minor concern. It does feed into the, she doesn't really seem to have a will of her own. Like, she's the only character that's like, I want to lead a high school, normal high school life. In this entire show, everybody else, is, yeah, yeah, everyone exactly, else yeah. is either using her as a tool or is like secretly plotting something. And that's true. Everyone else is like born into these like government game slash capitalist yeah, kind of gameplay, and she's not. And it is different. So I think, and that I think that's what's going to make this even more jarring when and if they flip that switch and it turns into all shit like Gundam, like genocide slash. You know, we're going to have to start killing people kind of yeah, like yeah, the, yeah. the prologue did. Like, when that happens, I think it might hit even worse for the for uh, Suleto because, she's, you know, she's obviously not from that. Yeah, she doesn't want to be a part of that either. So, uh, I have a lot of hope for this, this anime. This is probably one of my favorite, more anticipated ones just because Gundam is back. I love mechas. And as for the OP, the OP is great. You know, the OP mm-hmm. is my favorite one of the season uh, with the upbeat techno slash clean vocals uh, and then, like, the, the changes between the, the verse and the chorus. Perfect. I, I love it. I'm always hype from beginning to end. And the ED is very good, too. Um, it is kind of the more a calm one, but it's still a very, um, like, good uh, ED. All so. right. So that'll move us on to our next one. I'll let you take the lead on this one. So it's Blue Lock. So Blue the Lock. soccer, <clears throat> the emo soccer anime. Correct. The emo yeah. soccer. So uh, Blue Lock is... Short premise is it's just about, um, I guess, a competition where Japan itself, the the country, is hosting this competition for strikers, for uh, forwards of the um, soccer, the position of forward in soccer. Uh, They're the ones that are kind of up near the front of the field offensively. They're usually the ones that kind of score. Think of Cristiano Ronaldo. Think of Messi. Um, So the competition is that they're taking all these people who are forwards and they're going to try to make or force the number one forward to be as egotistic and as self-centered as possible well i mean i guess to pan it out more from that idea like the that's it becomes about the egocentric i think that becomes more clear as it goes on but like really the idea that they have in only a japan style idea that they could come up with uh basically yeah the main character like fails outright um i guess going for the national team or whatever part he was a part of so basically japan's like we're going to rebuild the national team and what we're going to do is we're going to have everybody who wants to be at this position compete for this position and anybody who loses can never come out for the national team ever again and whoever comes out on top will clearly be the best possible guy right. for the job. But, and I'm like, that's insane, but it makes yeah, a good manga. And I, and I was getting through those details. I think the, <laughs> the important thing is that it's literally just like a competition-based thing where they're taking all these people, cramming them in like a, almost, uh, what's the name of that game thing that was on like Netflix? Like um, the one where like people just kind of like play to get rid of each other. Uh, oh, uh, the, oh, the uh, Squid Game. Yeah. 
I guess it, kind of reminiscent of that. Squid Game for soccer. Right, so yes. Squid Game for soccer, elimination style. Um, but yes, the the underarching thing is that overarching thing is that Japan is trying to get trying to like revolutionize the team, the national team for the like the World Cup to to get Japan to be a formidable opponent to be the number one team because and historically they they are good. Uh, I, I I keep up with world with the world uh, soccer and but they aren't one of the best. They haven't won uh, anything. And that's fine, but there's this anime kind of like takes the approach that if we can create this one egotistic, yeah. all about himself star forward, then the national team will elevate itself and become that because that's what they're missing. Yeah. Um, so if that's we, the point. Yeah, right? If we generate a super player, Correct. there's no way we could possibly. So lose. that is so outlandish. You're right. It is ridiculous. A hundred percent. And I love it. I don't know what it is. I think like. It doesn't toe the line of being too serious. It doesn't toe the line of being too practical. It just goes into like no, not practical. It, it 100% knows what it is. Yeah, it's and that's like, why I like it. And then like I, I, I remember talking about sports animes in the, one of our first episodes about how I don't like whenever it's like unrealistic. And I think the actual dynamic of soccer in this show is realistic, but the you know the setting is completely unrealistic, right? No, the characters and the setting Correct. and the whole idea are just completely, completely over, over the top. And that's fine, yeah. but like the way they approach soccer, the way they play, the moves they make, the calculations they make, the players, and that is realistic. Like watching it, I, I appreciated that they, you know, they were using some moves that are very realistic to soccer. Obviously, you wouldn't use them in a normal match play, but you know, this is just kind of showcasing the anime side. Yeah. Um, but I, I still, I, I've really liked it. Um, it is extreme, but it's kind of funny. Like it's just like, well, shit. Like it's it's like super edgy. Like it's, you just kind of laugh at it, but you can appreciate it for what it is because in the moments of soccer, when they're you know playing soccer, passing the ball, doing all these other activities that kind of you know uh, revolve around soccer, it's done really well, animated really well. Um, obviously, the stakes are going to be super high the entire time because it's elimination. Yeah, because if you lose, it's you're out. So forever. like you're like super stressed the entire time watching. Now it. I will say is because somebody pointed this out. It's like you you're not technically done from playing soccer forever. No, no, you just can't play for the national team. Yeah, but a lot of them like want that, right? It's like yeah, because that would be the right. best person in the country plays for the national team. Right. So it makes sense. Yeah, <clears throat> but I I, I kind of dig it, but I'm just like. As we pointed out, it's so over the top, and it just goes so hard into it. Like in a series where, in a season where we have, you know, Chainsaw Man, which is about like a chainsaw demon, a man who turns into a chainsaw, and Cyberpunk, where you're in a future world where people are like augmenting their bodies with technology. This might be the most over the top fucking anime of the season, and it's crazy. I'm not as in love with it as you are, but I can definitely see why people can really dig this anime because <laughs> it's like it's just that wild. You're like, wow, this is something they put together. Um, and I mean, really, it does make sense. I'm kind of surprised they haven't done this in a while because they've had battle anime for a long time. I mean, I know Squid Game really took it over the top, but like, where sports makes the perfect sense to like apply that because you've got a bunch of people on the roster but yeah only... and you know that all oh. of them are competitive like that's yeah. why they play and, and only certain people can start so it's like guess what you know this makes perfect sense but yeah. um yeah i was just surprised 
like it just leans in so hard. Even the main character, where <laughs> I love that line in the second episode where he's like, "But I got a monster in me." I'm like, "Oh, oh yeah, that was so, just so cut, edgy, just dude." Just cut into dude, my veins. Dude, it was. I got a monster, and like, yeah, and like when they go into that. I think we learn more about that character. Mm-hmm. And like, I think he has issues, and that's fine. But um, it, that part's really, really edgy. Um, I, I guess there are negatives to it. Like, I laugh at those at this point because I know what it is. It, it's not like trying to be. It is trying to be cool, but like overly so. Because yeah. like anytime like a new player is like introduced, they always have like these like or, like an aura around them. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. am glad that they haven't used that for like a superpower or some kind of like special ability on the field. Yeah. And I think that's why I'm okay with it. As soon as they would start doing that, if they do, I may be less interested. Because the sport aspect is still just sports. Gotcha. So um yeah, this is a unique one. Um I think a lot of people are digging it. I know a lot of my friends are like, yeah, Blue Lock's awesome. So I definitely think give it a shot. Um I think it will definitely divide people. Again, if you like your sports more realistic setting, you're not gonna like this. But if you're okay with like the anime edgy aspect of anime sports, this is a good one. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Oh, so, and then uh, OP and ED. If we're still talking about these, OP is pretty generic, uh, very fast paced. It doesn't I mean, do a good job of like standing out to I'll, me. I'll be honest. I think it's just as over the top as the series. Yeah, because it's like everything's going all, yeah, at, it's once. all at once. But I, I don't think it does it justice. Uh, the ED is actually better. It's one of those ones that brings you down because, like I said, the show is full of like high intensity, like edgy stuff. This the e, the ED does a great job because I even recognize today because one episode was full of intensity was the monster one, um, you know, because they were just talking about how oh we we're gonna fail we have to win and then all of a sudden it gets to this nice like jazzy little like slow bassy like ED great ED um, probably one of my favorites yeah. I'm, I I dig them so I I like it I would definitely say check it out so moving on I think we've got one that you probably are not as in love with well this so, is one I, I will clarify oh no, no we're not talking about that not, well, yes. not just yes. yet no yeah. this this one I know you did watch so unfortunately this is the last boss isekai oh my god the the art it causes me pain oh my god um. This one was really popular for the first three episodes of the season, um, especially on Reddit and a few different areas, because it's a, sto- it's a pretty unique story, and I think it's kicking off this idea of the dating game Isekai resolution, Revolution, where the, a bunch of dating game Isekais are just coming around the corner. Is that what Otomo game means? Otome, Otome is the dating game. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I've then, used that. I just didn't know if that's what I meant. And then the Isekai is just, you know... Well, I know organized. that. So, yeah, no, I... Um, that means shit anime, right? <laughs> pretty much. Um, but I do... I really like this story because it's got a heroine who is kind of takes thing, takes charge of things and is really invested, whereas a lot of these series, it's kind of like... I've got superpowers, so I do this, or I, or the main character is just a ditz, and everything kind of happens around her. This one has a female main character who like really takes charge. She's like, I know what's coming, and I know it's bad. I don't have any superpowers, but I'm gonna do my best to fix, you know, what's coming for me, so that we get the best possible outcome for everybody. And I respect that, and I also like the characters. They're very interesting. Uh, in my personal opinion, in a kind of a world that's pretty unique uh, compared to a lot of the other stories. So all that said, 
My God, is the art bad. It is just abysmal. I know. I'm going to turn this over to you because I think you've probably got a rant about it. But I remember laughing out loud when you texted me last night. It was like, I'm looking at this flying carriage. It's just sitting there. It's a static image, dog. It's a static image. I was like, oh, Did you yeah. go back and watch it? I know exactly what you were talking about as soon as you said that. I was like, oh, God damn it. Yeah, but no, it is so bad. Um... And it's a shame because I like this story and I kind of hope it improved. But it's a lot of it. I guess the studio just is not used to this because I'm not familiar with the studio at all. Maybe you did more research on it. No, Maho Film again. It's it. I think they have like ten animes. They all kind of look like the same shit, like a bunch of isekais mm-hmm. and nothing outstanding. So I, I'm not gonna knock them for that, but I. I mean, I agree with what you're saying. I mean, continue. I'll get into it. No, yeah, I mean, go ahead. It's I basically said what I have to say. I think it's a good story. It was probably bought on the cheap by the studio, and they made what they could, and I think it was very popular early on, and it might be more popular again as the stories develop, but I think it's going to be overshadowed as time goes on. So it's a good story. I like what it's done. Man, the anime just, like, it, it... I said this, but it, it does. It physically causes me pain sometimes when I'm watching this. I'm like, oh my god, it's so bad. Anyway, go ahead. So yeah, I actually feel pain from the amount of laughter. Like, I'm holding my sides in pain. <laughs> um, that's where the pain comes from. But uh, before that, we read this manga, right? I think we did, yeah. Okay, so because a lot of this seems very familiar. I know that there's just not a unique... Uh, story like I know that other people have done kind of like the similar I was stuff. born into as the villain into this game kind of deal. Yeah, this is very um, similar to a lot of stories. This, the, all, a lot of these frames seem very, very similar to something I've seen before. So at least the adaptation's done very well. Yeah, because uh, I, I remember like, oh yeah, I remember the scene. I remember this conversation. Uh, so we have read it before, and I think I remember that I I, I didn't hate it. Um, I like the aspect of like her realizing she's in the game. And I've said it before that most of my favorite isekais, or some of them, is when they take their previous knowledge, previous worldly experiences, like real world experiences, and apply them to their new life. Like they're not just, it's not just an excuse to be a fantasy anime. It's like, I'm in a different world. Let me see what I can do different or what I can do better. And she uses her knowledge of the game as, you know, to better herself in this game, in the real game, or in the game. And I like that. You know, it's not just her like, ah, I'm, I'm the, I'm Eileen now. No, she's like, I'm playing as Eileen. This is what happens in the story. This is who this is. I need to do something to change that. And so I like that aspect of it. I like that she is very um, proactive. Like, immediate, like, by episode two, she already has a plan. She's already, like, taking charge. I will say that the pacing of this anime is really good as for getting into the action and not oh, yeah. dragging. So I wasn't bored by episode two because I honestly wanted to give up by episode one because of the animation. Right. Uh, that's how, That's something else I'll talk about here in a second. But story-wise, like, they moved on quickly, got to introduce the, some of the characters like Cedric, the love interest, quote-unquote, demon lord, um, that yeah. obviously has ties to the other main characters. Um, no, uh, not Cedric. Cedric's, Cedric's brother, the, like, Claude. Yeah, yeah, Claude. Claude. Yeah. His half brother or stepbrother, or whatever. Um, so they're doing a good job of keeping the um, story moving, keeping me interested. But 
it's just a story that just doesn't really draw me in too much. Um, I don't really have any reason to care about this character. Maybe because she wasn't introduced as an original character. She came in as uh, Eileen. She didn't come in as who she was before. And maybe they'll talk about that later. I don't remember if they do. Um, but I think the biggest hurt to this anime, to me at least, is the animation. If I have no interest in watching it because it looks so bad and it's really annoying to watch, I'm not going to watch it. Yeah. I don't care how good the story is because, A, there are moments where the animation, like the fluidness of it, is really bad. Again, the static image of the carriage that was a horse with wings that got into the air and neither <laughs> the wings or the <laughs> legs the moved. <laughs> the horse was just standing there and it was flying. No, I mean, it doesn't even need to go that far. I think we've been talking about good intros. I don't like the intro on this show. The ending we'll talk about in a second. But every time the intro cuts up and it's just a po- like it's just them sitting there in the air jumping for like five seconds, I'm like, I want to turn this off. This sucks. What and is then, this? And uh, one big thing that I just can't get over and I just stopped watching because of it. I didn't stop watching. I actually did stop watching, but like, just read subtitles because I couldn't yeah, do it. No, I get it. Is their extreme close-ups? I think they. I don't really want to assume, but I just think that the studio either doesn't have time, money, or maybe effort to put into this because every other shot is a close-up of, of a their character. faces. Yeah, and it's like, why can't I see everyone in the screen? It literally. I thought I had zoom on. Like every time I watched it, it was like quad, but like three quarters of his face. Yeah, I'm like, why? Or like, honestly, I think you said it made you nauseous because it was zooming yeah, in Yeah, it really is nauseous. It, like, yeah. I don't want to see his nose. Like, <laughs> let me see the landscape. And then, yeah, like, there, and when I did get a landscape, it was like a bunch of trees and they were still images and they just went like this. They just moved. <laughs> they just, like, oscillated. I'm like, that's not... I mean, it's... I don't know. <coughs> You're going to make me choke. Visually, oh, there's nothing appealing about it. It's really bad. It's It's... it's so when it's not visually appealing, the story is kind of mid-level, I'm out. I just can't. Yeah. I, I mean, I'll probably drop it to pick up Sword because visually that looks better. And I mean, you can talk yeah. about that here next. But that's it's just not me. I, I Yeah, it's bad. No, yeah. And the ending is uh, probably one of the better parts of the whole show. It's just that, like... Because they go with this cool, like, cut-patch style on the art. But other than that, yeah, it's, uh, it's kind of a... It's unfortunately just not what you would hope it would be but anyway i i still am gonna keep watching it uh so we'll check that out check that out if that is something that interests you Ooh, and we're back technical difficulties there everybody all right but with all that said we're on to the next anime and i believe this is the one that you have not watched Correct. This is just you. Um, so now, you give did it a glowing review, and I might be interested. You did see the intro, though. So I mean, correct. You it did was seem a to very like hype. The OP was a solid. Um, you know, your upbeat uh, OP, and it had decent, good animations. I, I was intrigued by the uh, the fighting scenes. So. I will say the fighting is much cleaner than I expected it to be in this, given where the manga had it at. So what is this, by the way? Uh, so this is the uh, Sword Isekai. Now, I don't have the full name for it because uh, it's a mouthful. Let us see. It is... Reincarnated, reincarnated as a sword. Reincarnated as a sword. It's basically... Is that really a mouthful? What it says on the tin... Uh, 
Um, so this series is pretty straightforward, I think. Uh, it's another isekai that probably doesn't really need to be an isekai. Um, the idea is that this guy got reincarnated as a sword um, and basically has telekinesis and can do everything on his own, but uh, through a strange set of circumstances, he stumbles across a uh, black cat girl who needs his help, and they basically team up to, I guess, try to you know, help her improve her life, I guess, situation, essentially. Um, I'm trying not to give too much away because there's a lot of twists and turns, but it, it is a... It's a pretty straightforward series where it's like the sword basically becomes the father figure to this cat girl, and mm-hmm. they use their skills to kind of improve and rely on each other. And so, yeah, you've got the cuteness factor, you've got the magical skill factor, you've got a lot of fighting, and a lot of, you know, standard, you know, racism, looking down on people who are young, all that stuff. And slavery. Slavery. Because what's an guy without a slave girl? Eh, Not every... just a slave person, a slave girl. There's got to be slavery, yes. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I was really impressed. The thing that stood out to me, it's very, it's very true to the original content, as far as I can tell. They cut down on some of the fan service, which, personally, I'm cool with, because... Uh, too much fan service can really ruin a story like this. And they've really upped the amount of action. Like, it's very snappy. You see a lot of their skills and you see a lot of their actual fighting prowess um, in action. And it's it's, it's pretty sweet, honestly. Um, you know, because you wouldn't think, like, okay, so it's a sword, so it goes in a straight line. I mean, they use a lot of different techniques. They, like, imbue magic, combine magic, do a lot of unique things. I think one of the ones that you saw in the intro that got you really excited is like, oh, so she skateboards on the sword through the air. Yeah, I was yeah. like, oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. So that happens. There's a lot of really interesting ways that they kind of bounce off each other that you wouldn't necessarily think of from a state forward. Oh, and the sword can cook, which is good, I suppose. Yeah. So that's good. I'm gonna have to watch this just for the cooking comment. <laughs> just, just for the you, I mean, like everything else was just like, okay, cool, cool. And the sword can cook. cook. I mean, I understand it can chop veggies. I mean, it's a sword. <laughs> I guess. I mean, I mean it's seeing tel- it move. I guess it can just like scrape the food in there, and then it can act as its own spoon. So it, it has I mean, telepathy too. I mean, yeah, yeah. So there, there's an aspect to it, but yeah, no. Because I think early on he maxes out, it maxes out its cooking skills. So anyway. Um, yeah, it's, it's a simple show, but I really like it, and compared to the, the, uh, dating game Isekai that we just talked about, the animation is really sharp and well put together, so, uh, I like it a lot, and, you know, we'll see. Uh, Ozzy, did I convince you, Ozzy? The cooking comment made me want to watch it, so I will definitely drop the last boss bullshit and try <laughs> check, to watch check this. this one out. But uh, all right, yeah, well, why don't, you, why don't you tell me about the one that I haven't seen? All uh, right, so uh, we each didn't watch another one of the of the respective animes. So mine was Urusei Yatsura. So uh, if some of you for some reason think that sounds familiar, it's because this isn't technically an original anime. This is actually a reboot. Of the original Urusei Yatsura, sorry, for some reason I can't say those two words, uh, that came out in the 80s. Uh, came out in 81 and it showed for five years. So this thing was super popular in the 80s. Yeah, but actually. And actually, the only reason I know this is because Loom, the main 
sub character, um, the girl, the main character there, she is very like, like in everything. Like I've seen her in other stuff. She was su- as soon as I saw her, I'm like, I've seen this lady somewhere. And in the '80s, she was like prominent in everything Japan. Like she was like a Pikachu for the series. Yeah, I would be surprised. Like even people in this current generation, like will probably be somewhat familiar with the design because yeah. it's it's pretty straightforward. It's a she's got the the blue hair girl with the tiger stripes yep. and the horns and yeah, it's like, an like you're kind of like oh okay yeah. But um, so it's a, a reboot of that, uh, very true to the original. Um, I did learn and I did not know this that the creator is the same creator as Inuyasha. Um, so that's awesome because I love Inuyasha, uh, and I can see the similarities because I, I see some of the the I guess some of the characters even look very similar. So I was like, man, this seems very familiar, and I finally figured it out that you know the creator is the same um, as Inuyasha. Again, her name was let me not be um, terrible and not call her out. Uh, Rumiko Takahashi, uh, very popular uh, author. This is probably one of her bigger works. Um, Apparently, this is one of the animes that kind of like started the whole like love triangle, like rom com. It was it popularized it. It wasn't necessarily the first, but it became one of the popular ones that had all these elements that you see nowadays. Um, so, with that in mind, the actual series so far is three episodes in, and it's definitely a rom com. Very funny, very short like um, episodes where they just kind of not necessarily they kind of string together. It's just like. The, the the overarching idea is that Lum and her and her like alien like clan came to take over Earth and they said if you beat us in a game we won't take over and that game was tag literally just a tag game and they said the leader said you have to catch my daughter they picked this random dude uh, again the main character they picked him to be again it goes right into it it doesn't necessarily talk about why he was picked or anything like that but it just goes into it. Ataru was this guy who was picked, said, hey, if you win tag, you'll save us. Turns out he saves the world by winning the tag game. But through some kind of miscommunications, he half proposes to Lum and she accepts. So that's where the hilarity ensues. She believes that they're engaged to be together forever. He actually is some kind of playboy kind of guy who has this girlfriend, sort of. And he's like always ogling other girls. He's kind of a douchebag. Kind yeah, of a, honestly, a Chad like is, yeah. asshole, but he's kind of funny. Um, I think you can definitely tell it was better in the '80s. I think there's some things that don't necessarily play very well anymore, like ogling girls. I know it goes over uh, certain like, um, like, um, miso- not misogyny, like uh, what's the word, like uh, androgynous topics. I think there might be like a lesbian in the series that's yeah, completely yeah. okay, but like back in the eighties, it was it was different. It was handled uh, right. differently. Yeah, so yes. uh, we'll see how those adapt. But so far, I'm really enjoying it. The modern version of it is very colorful. It's very like upbeat, and I love that. Very colorful. Um, they do a lot of transitions, and very like chaotically with a lot of like colors. Like, um, what's that color palette where it's like bright neons and stuff like that? Um, like, um, oh, I, 
I think I thought Neon was what it was called. Fair enough, like, but like, there's like another name for it, like something like Miami Vice uses. Like when you think of Miami Vice, that color. Yeah, setting. similar to the Cyberpunk one. Yep, honestly. very similar yeah. to that. I forget. There's a name to it, but it has that like feeling. It uses that a lot, um, and I really enjoyed it. Uh, the comedy version, the comedy of it is that Lum is very aggressive. She's a uh, you know likes to zap. She has the power of like lightning. She likes to zap Ataru anytime he cheats on her, anytime he doesn't appreciate which, her. Which is a lot. Which is a lot as you get to know and see and watch. Um, and it's funny. I mean, she's it's, it's a very straightforward, very simple uh, idea. And I think it's about them growing to really enjoy each other if they ever get to that because Ataru has no interest in Lum. But I know the story and I know that there's growth. So I'm enjoying it. Really colorful, up my alley when it comes to that. Very rom-com-ish. Doesn't seem to have a lot of storyline yet. Um, but it's introducing a lot of new characters. Really, you know, kind of fun, interesting characters. So I've liked that so far. And the OP and ED are great. Honestly, probably my favorite combination of the two. Um, very upbeat. Another kind of like techno-y, electric, slash clean vocal, women singing. Um, and it's, you know, the intro is like lum and everyone dancing really funny um so it reminds me a lot of the uh, what's the one the guy who comes back from like ancient japan and he's like a promoter oh uh the um your boy kong your boy kong me kong like when they're all dancing and stuff like that it reminds me of that so. yeah, yeah, yeah um but yeah i i definitely recommend this this is one that i think people will really enjoy i don't think it stands out that much anymore because everywhere you go there's always rom-coms there's um, love triangles. I think in the 80s, I can see why this like really st- stood apart. Um, I'm not saying it's not special. I'm just saying that it's easy for people to kind of be like, ah, whatever. It is very special. It is. Uh, it, it had its time, and I think it's something that people can appreciate. So I, I, w- I would say check it out. All right. I mean, I've definitely kind of looked at it already. I just... Unfortunately, because I found out what the streaming service was so recently, I yeah, haven't had a chance. Yeah, it got picked up like two weeks before it started by yeah. High Dive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so. Uh, yeah, check out on High Dive. All right. So, next up, one that we're both pretty hype about. So, uh, Bochi the Rock. <laughs> oh, my gosh. This show is fucking hilarious. I'm loving it. Yeah, it, it is um, really off the wall. Like, it's, not off the wall, but it, it surprised me how funny it would be. Yeah, I love the way the characters kind of play off each other because the, the whole joke is that the main character is kind of like the most socially inept person you've ever met. Uh, I guess what's the, she's like a wallflower. She's like phobic of even talking to people, but she, because she's kind of like learned to play guitar as a way to try to get people to talk to her. She's gotten really, really good at playing guitar. So she kind of stumbles across this band and now she's like in it. But, um, there's a lot of jokes about like her playing on stage and putting a box over top of her and among a other so she can learn how so she can actually play without getting stage fright. Well, that's what it it threw me for a loop because when I first like watched the trailer for it, I just thought it was like a lady who doesn't have a lot of friends. Mm-hmm. Like is like super introverted, but she's more than introverted. She's like socially inept, socially awkward. Like and that's fine. I'm not knocking on that, but it's extreme just how socially inadequate she is like she doesn't know how to approach people very much like komi-san but like i think she there's another term for this type of character where she like has like illusions of grandeur like Mm -hmm. um like uh, what's uh 
There's this other anime where it's just like this, with main characters like this. Uh, Chiyo Chibanyo. The one where she looks like a hamster or whatever, or like a no, it's different. It, the main character has like a patch over her eye, and she's like super like every. Oh, I know which one you're talking about now. Yeah, Ch- Chibanyo like, or something like that. Where the one where she like everything is happening in her face. Correct. World. Yes. yes. So yes, like yes. she okay. has that same like um, like um, issue where. Like, when things go wrong, she, like, just goes overboard. And, like, in her mind, she has, like, imaginary friends. So it's super hilarious. I was not expecting that. So when I started watching it, I'm like, holy crap, this lady's, like, messed up. Like, she's she doesn't know how to deal with people. And it's really funny. Um, oh, it's very funny. I will say that she has grown even in the short three episodes where she's gotten comfortable with her new friends that she's kind of been forced to meet because... She somehow has pushed herself to want to play with people uh, to kind of better herself, which I do like that. I like that she wants to push herself out there and isn't just like forced onto it. Oh, uh, yeah. And she meets this band that needs uh, other players because it's just a drummer and uh, and a bassist. Um, and I think they go by uh, Akiko and Erica. No, no, those, those, that's the staff. Excuse me. Uh, no. Oh, here it is. They go by uh, Ryu and Nijika, uh, the drummer. And, uh, you know, they're girls from the same age. I think they go to different schools. But they're like, hey, do you want to play with us? They'll take anybody at this point. Right. Uh, and it turns out Hitori, her name is, um, she can't even, like, say her name to them. So they call her Bochi, uh, which I think is, like, a pun on, like, being lonely or being a loner. Or yeah, like it was, like, a pun on, like... Yeah, I, I, they explained it when they first said it, but I don't remember. Anyway, uh, and her calling her, nicknamed her Bochi, but um, she ends up playing with them, but only in a box because she's used to playing in her closet at yeah. home. Uh, she doesn't want to play on stage, you know, out in the open. But apparently she's, like, terrible with the group because she doesn't know how to play with people. But, it's, like, technical and, like, skill-wise, she's amazing. Apparently she's, like... Because she's played by herself in her room and like shut herself in this entire time with a guitar, she's like a prodigy. Yeah, it's just it's more so that she's just not familiar with playing with yeah, other and people. I, I, and that is a legit thing. Like I've played in bands before and you can tell when something's off. Like even a normal person who doesn't listen to music often can tell when something doesn't sound right. So being together is an important aspect. Um, so I guess they just decide to keep continuing as a band. Uh, they end up recruiting a lead guitar, not lead guitar, lead singer, and I guess a rhythm guitarist in the future. There's some funny aspects with that too, because she apparently had already been part of the band, but she left. It was kind of um, coincidence there. But I'm really enjoying this because the the interactions between Bochi and the rest of them, because of how ridiculous she is, like her the reaction she had when she had to go to work. Yeah. I love that it wasn't like a. Oh man, I'm afraid I'm gonna mess up. It was just blatantly. No, I don't want to go to work. Yeah, I just don't want. She's to. like, I don't want to Can work. I get sick, damn it. <laughs> yeah, she like made herself sick. I thought no, it was I think I think some of my favorite interactions are like what happens in her head when she's like interacting with other people. Like, there's another girl who's kind of quiet, and she's like, "Oh, an isolationist." I totally get her. And then it, I forget what it was. It's like. Oh no, she just doesn't like talking. She's actually still outgoing. No! It's yeah. like, yeah, it's just great. I love just everything that happens in Bochi's head is just fucking amazing. Yeah, and then, like, she has like all these like imaginary characters. It's very colorful, very playful. Um, the other girls are also very fun. Um, one is kind of like more brooding and like, like 
her 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 sense of humor is very dry, and the the drummer uh, Najika is very uh, I think probably your more straightforward like kind of like upbeat like makes everyone kind of get along character. Yeah. And then the one they just introduced, I think her name was Kita or something she's, like that. She's the super optimist. She's the super extrovert. So that was a really funny episode yeah. too because this is the exact opposite from Bochi and she knew it. She's like, oh, like there was, when they first met, she's like, I can't even look at nah, it. She's like, ex- she's like shining extrovert energy. It was hilarious. <laughs> um, it's funny because I, 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 I can kind of see myself as the extroverted uh, lead singer, guitarist person. Uh, and yeah, we can definitely come off that way. Definitely overbearing, especially to people who don't aren't used to that. Mm-hmm. So really funny. I like the setting of it being a band situation. I'm looking forward to them actually doing music together because that's the one thing that's been missing from the first three episodes is them doing music. But they're getting there, and I look forward to that. So. Right. I, I do. I am looking forward to more music because, again... For a show about music, like the intro and outro are also very solid. I like the, what they're doing when they're playing. I just need to see more of that. Yeah, I, I love the comedy. I just want to see more of them. Yeah, and they did hint at it because uh, the sister of the drummer, who happens to own the the club that they work at, they work at a club uh, for mu- for music. Um, she actually kind of like immediately noticed when Bochi was playing kind of off to herself that she was good. Like everyone else is like, oh, you know, she's good, but she has issues. But she kind of like knew right away. She kind and the funny thing is, Bochi is a YouTuber. Yeah. She, she plays music and puts it on YouTube, and she's famous. Like yeah, people yeah. love her in music because in, well, in her yeah. own world, she makes it. She's perfect. She plays well, uh, and I think she noticed that she might be her. Uh, yeah, they book. call they call her out a couple of times, and she's like, "Oh yeah, that's me." Yeah. Oh yeah, they're but like, she doesn't, hey, she doesn't, have you heard this YouTuber? She's like, "Oh my god, they love me." <laughs> yeah, but all right. Uh, that's honestly my, my surprise of the season, and I'm, yeah, yeah one of my favorites. Definitely, this is one that I have recommended to everybody. Definitely check it out, and I do love the art style, too, so definitely check it out. All right, moving on. So, Cyberpunk, We're getting down uh, to the edge, edge Runners. There you go, you said the right one. This is the ones that you can't ignore now that we're at. <clears throat> um, I don't know if this really counts as this season, because it's kind of like a standalone thing, but yeah, this is probably... One of the top two on the season, no matter how you cut it, because oh my gosh, this one—the story was so good. Um, I mean, it's well, fucking. Let's, let's it's, just, stu- it's Studio Trigger. Let's so. let's stick to the beginning of it. I I, I don't want to do the whole thing. I, we will do the whole thing. But. No, I'm not gonna talk about this. I'm not gonna spoil. But yeah, no, it's Studio Trigger, so you know what it's about. Um, the art's amazing. The music. Oh my god, the the. Intro with Franz Ferdinand. Yeah, that was a, a a really good surprise. I was like, wait a second, this guy sounds familiar. And they also really carry through with, I guess, the punk vibe, the cyber, yeah, techno punk kind of feel to it. And I I really liked this story. Again, it's really hard to talk about because when you get into it, you get into spoilers. But I think it covers a wide breadth of topics while really just dealing with the progression of these people's lives in this really tough, unforgiving city that is just really hard to make a living in. And, uh, yeah, I think it nailed the atmosphere. The art was great. And, look, if you're online, you already know that some of the yeah, characters this... are fucking, yeah. I think, uh, what was the name? The the uh, short stack character is just all oh, over the fucking place. Oh, is her name place. Chelsea or something like that? Yeah. Um... Yeah, she she's been on a lot of like YouTube videos that I saw just like just seeing it. Um, 
Yeah, like you said, if you've been on the internet, you know about this. This hasn't. This I think kind of blew people, uh, took them by surprise because it had the cyberpunk name, so that was already grabbing people's attention. But it stood on its own, and it was so well made that I think people really started to gravitate towards it. Yeah, I'm also kind of surprised. Was it Samantha? No, I don't know. So it was something with an S. Yeah. Rebecca. Rebecca. I thought it was I don't know. Rebecca, the little short. Uh, yeah, aggressive Rebecca. Girl. Rebecca was the one, but yeah, no, I think uh, this story kind of stood on it. This story kind of stood on its own and was just mind blowing. I well, think. I think the the good thing about it, um, kind of staying in the realm of the first few episodes, um, it's on Netflix. It's ten episodes, I believe, um, and staying in the first half ish of the story, it's really a straightforward story. It's it's really just about survival, mm-hmm. um, and like you said, in this like cruel world, which is. Uh, Kind of a, what's it called, um, a dystopian type of world. Cyberpunk, so you can kind of get the see, the setting of it being very, like, technologically based. A lot of, like, moving parts. But it's in a world where the corporations have kind of, like, taken it over. And it's, everything's expensive. People are struggling. If you're not an elite, you're kind of fucked. And that's the yeah. way they want it. And that's the way it's going to be. And there's not much to do besides just try to survive. And that's what this story is about with very interesting characters that push that limit of trying to survive. They don't just want to survive. They want to thrive. They want yeah, to get the best out as much as they can. And to do that, they have to go through you know questionable means. Yeah, and I, I think that's another thing that it kind of touches on is the idea that like how far are you willing to go <clears throat> to make your life better and what are the implications of you know doing these kind of things. So it, it's, a, it's a great story. We will have to talk about it in depth more at another time. Honestly, this could but, this could be its own podcast because of how much I really enjoy it. Um, I haven't finished it because I don't want to finish it yet. I do want to give it its time. Um, but like you said, Trigger does a great job. Uh, they deliver on the animation. They deliver on the looks. They deliver on the setting with the music, with the colors, with the characters, with the world itself. And... Um, I think it it's like one of those original stories where it's wrapped up really well. Uh, again, I guess this is a whole look at it, but it's just it's one story. It's there. It's not much fluff, and you get it right. Yeah, though they've even said there's not going to be a sequel. I think people were begging for one, but I think they've come out and said if like, it delivers yeah. at the ending, then I don't want sequels. It's like one of my favorite yeah. thing about certain animes. They just end and they're done. Yeah, and and I think that. Well, you'll see. But anyway, but, all right. Moving on to the next. Oh, and you didn't mention. Oh, you didn't mention the Opie. Opie is great. You're right. Franz Ferdinand. Ed is even better. Very melancholy. Very like another perfect example of like coming back down to earth um, after this. Because this, a lot of these first few episodes, they're very adrenaline filled. Like the first episode, there's people dying, shit just going everywhere, and because it's trigger, you see everything. Like if someone blows up. It's not just, oh, they're gone. It's just you see their brains on the other side of the wall. Oh, yeah. So, like... Well, and I will say that's the other thing that was really well played. I don't think Trigger's had a series where they've been able to go truly balls to the wall with, like, how brutal things can be. There's a lot of blood and gore and, like... It's great. I just shy of... I don't know if they actually have sex in there. I'm trying to remember. It's awfully pretty darn close. I mean, you got people with masturbation machines. So. Oh yeah, that's right. That's funny. Uh, yeah. So yeah. they don't hold back, and that's another great aspect yeah. of it. 
Um, so def a must watch, I think. Uh, definitely give it a shot. A lot of my friends have really enjoyed it. I was hyped for this from day one, from like the spring season when I heard about it. And it, it has delivered so far. We can't wait to see the ending. All right. Next up, and this Speaking was... Speaking of blood and gore. Blood and gore. Uh, yeah, we're going to end it on that. So Chainsaw Man is got to be the most hyped thing of the season, right? I mean, like, I guess Cyberpunk I mean, was up there. If it's not that, then it has to be the last Cause, boss. Because this shit's been getting hyped. <laughs> that <laughs> just sucks. Get the fuck out of here. The, the Chainsaw Man has been getting hyped up for the past year. and Yeah, uh, it definitely feels like it's been longer than that. Yeah, no. And I, to me, at least, this shit's delivered so far. Um, I mean... We've only got three episodes, so there's still a lot to go. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the art style has been st- amazing. Um, the action's been solid. Plenty of gore, as you've pointed out. And, you know, the story and the atmosphere brought on by it are on point. Uh, especially with, like, the intro, um, which, as we hinted at earlier, this is the intro where you've got, like, a million movie references all tied together in one. Uh, which is great, because I know the original writer for the story just loves his movies. Um, if you couldn't guess by reading Fire Punch, it's just all no, about that's true. The I swear, I forgot. That's the same guy. Um, but yeah, no, I think the outros have been solid. I love how they've got a different outro for every episode. Yeah, that is, that's mean, really cool. I'm, I'm trying not to go into too much because of how just strange and different the setting is. But I like how they've kind of twisted the main character on its head a lot of these stories are about a character who you know i'm out for vengeance or i'm out to be the best demon slayer that i can be this main character is just like my life sucked i just want to touch some boobs well that's it's it's a funny thing like the idea that the main character just wants to live a normal life yeah it's a normal thing like we see it a lot but usually it's just a person who has a normal life but is bothered by other things, right? Yeah. It's like their normal is normal. Like for quote unquote like a normal day-to-day to life. Denji, the main character, his normal life is shit. I mean, he's yeah. working for the mafia or the Yakuza to start with. He's selling his damn liver or what he sold his like uh, – I forgot what it was. Testicle. No, then he sold an internal body organ. Uh, Forgot which one it is. Kidney and his eyes. He's like selling his his body to pay off a debt to the Yakuza. And he lives in shit conditions. He doesn't shower. He barely eats. That's his normal. But he really just wants to live a happy, normal life like the rest of us. So it's, it's, it's like a different base. So to him, just buying a Coke from his Coke machine and eating ramen is normal and happy right and i mean that kind of goes to his big goal which is like it gets brought up a lot he wants to touch boobs because he's never like got to spend time with a girl really and i think that's you know you can argue it's like that's really stupid but i think it's like it as denji points out um you know is it any you know is it any more important than like him wanting to live a good life is that any like worse of a goal than like getting vengeance or anything else it's like he just wants to you know well again you have, have to see time. where they're coming from if he's never had that that's a yeah. legitimate goal and then like you said he's never experienced uh some kind of relationship with a person especially a woman so wanting that is normal um but yeah and he's paired with the very serious guy whose name always escapes me who's like out for vengeance and he's oh yeah very also edgy dude paired with uh power who's just Insane. A- Aki Hayakawa. 
Yeah. Very Sasuke-looking dude with a samurai sword uh, or katana. Um, but yeah, like, so I went into this with no idea of what it was, besides the fact that he can turn into a chainsaw demon. Um, but I was just kind of blown away by the setting in the world. And I think that's that's what drives this series so far is, like, it's very dark it's very like they start off with showing you Denji's condition and shit's fucked. I mean, yeah, he's, it's he's got fun. a pretty sad situation where he's living by himself, living on his own because his dad died. The yakuza is ruthless and said, "Hey, your dad died. You own his debt now, so yeah. you better pay it off to him." Um, and that's just the normal world. Then you bring into the fact that there's these demons, and that makes it even worse because yeah. these demons are nothing to play with. I mean, the first demon was a zombie demon, you see, and. It, like it literally killed him. That's the one that killed him. Well, and uh, yeah, it's uh, well, and the demons. You kind of get this aspect for like the demons themselves too, where a lot of these guys are nasty and messed up, but they also kind of have their own little aspirations because he's paired up with like Pochi, um, Pochita, Pochita, who, who is also a chainsaw demon, and that's where it kind of comes from. And I do love that interaction between them, where you know, really. Denji, what he wants to do is live a good, positive life, but what his only real thing that he cares about in the world is Pochita, which is so fucking endearing. That yeah, they, and everyone can relate to that. Yeah, exactly. And, it, and it's funny because they they have the episode where they introduce Power, a uh, super popular character. I can see why. She's off the wall. She's a unique character. Um, she has boobs, so as like just like Denji, we all like. Yeah, uh, of course. But... The thing they I'm getting highlight at highlight that at the intro. Yeah, that's true. Um, uh, anyway, but as I'm as I was saying, um, they have a moment between each other because they both have that connection of like having something dear to them that they can relate to, and it's not humans. It happens to be either a creature or an animal, and yeah. you know they kind of connected on that because previously they hated each other, and that's I mean, they probably still hate each other, but they're definitely at odds because they're two yeah. different people uh, that are extremes. And, um, I mean, they do a good job of, of showing that connection. Um, the art style is very good, like you were saying. Um, MAPPA did this, so they are known to do very good action scenes. So far, the few action scenes that we've seen have been well done with lots of blood, well animated, you know, fluid scenes. And Chainsaw Man, when he actually comes out, has been done super well. You get a lot of good steals of high-quality close-ups of Chainsaw Man, and it looks sick. I mean, I have... Really enjoyed that. I can't wait to see more like intense battles because right now they're very like either one-sided or very just like short. I will say, and this was something I wanted to bring up too with also with the kind of sword isekai anime. What I really like this time is, and you see this a lot in anime and manga, there's a lot of one-sided fights, but the animes this year make a good point of being like, even though it's one-sided... It's still really hard, like, because I like the fight with the bat where even though the bat really never stood a chance, like, you can tell it's, Denji is, like, like cutting through things, but he's still, like, getting weakened and getting tore up trying to take care of everything. Well, that's the thing. My, my friend and, said the same thing uh, where he's like, oh, that battle seemed like it was super one-sided, um, and... The only reason I say it's one side is because like the other side didn't add to like the visuals and the animation. Um, like, yeah, the one time the only time that the bat demon did anything was when he like bazooka. The did it. That shit was awesome. Yeah, that so was I want great. more of that. I want more stuff besides <laughs> Genji. But 
that battle was still great because of what you're getting to. Like, Denji still had to deal with the bystanders, and the bat did, like, try to, uh, ad- like, uh, take advantage of that, right? Yeah. And also, I think it made a point of, I guess when I think back to it, is, like, Denji still had to, like, even when he was cutting through, like, the bat was, like, throwing stuff at him and trying to run away. Denji still had to cut through stuff and was still getting, like, torn up by the surroundings and everything and losing blood because he had to use his chainsaw powers. And, I mean, I really like the, those kind of attention to detail where it's like, if it was Bleach, he would have just fucking, like, been overpowered and been like, whoa! But uh, in this one, you know, even though he's clearly overpowered because he's got chainsaw coming out of his fucking hands, like... And his head. Yeah, and his head. Uh, he, he still has to clearly put in effort to do all these things, which is, I, I kind of respect that. And I like a lot of the attitudes that they got going on. Oh my god, I love this. This is going to be yeah. such a fun series. This, this I, season is insane. I mean, this series is definitely highlights the season. I think a lot of people have said that it's lived up to the hype so far. I mean, it's only three episodes, so I feel like it's just the introductions. They can't mess that up. Well, I think it'll get there. I, I am curious to see how far they're going to go, because uh, the manga has now just entered its second phase, I guess, and it's already past like episode chapter 100. So I'm not sure how far they're going to go this season. But I am interested to see, like, how it all, where they end up and what everybody yeah, else what thinks pace of it. They take. Yeah, because there are, as hinted at and as we talked about with Fire Punch, there's a lot of weird and unexpected twists and turns yeah, that I you would that not are. see in a normal anime. So I, I'm really excited to see what happens. Yeah. Um, yep, definitely a must watch. Uh, check it out. Hasn't disappointed. Um, I'm looking forward to the developments, but even at a slower pace, the world is so intriguing. Uh, the action is there, and um, yeah, it's yeah. definitely one of the highlights of the season. Yeah, he's at, he's. We'll see. Maybe he'll move on from touching boobs. Maybe we go for something else. No, nah, I like that. <laughs> yeah, you like to touch boobs. All right, TB. Um, all right. So with that said, um. Damn, that was a lot of anime. Yeah, yeah, and we apologize. I mean, that's usually what is easiest to absorb. Uh, we're going to move on to manga. We actually did a short one, which kind of helps since we're running a little long on the anime. Um, you chose this time to uh, go with Kitsune Spirit. Is that right? Yes, that's correct. So Kitsune Spirit, um, so from what I got and what I read, uh, it's a short story type of uh, manga, 120-ish chapters. I did just realize that it just finished. Uh, well, not just. I mean, it's been years, but uh, not that long ago. Um, 121 chapters, all about th- four to five to maybe at most ten pages. Um, oh, yeah. not Very, very short, short. Short stories, like I said. And it's really just about this Kitsune spirit, which is like, um, I think Kitsune spirit is supposed to be a fox-ish type yeah, of spirit. Yeah, fox, fox spirit. Who like, is an anamorph, can change between the spirit and a human-like figure um, that is married to a human uh and that's it they're just a couple and it's a day-to-day life uh shorts so one episode can one episode quote unquote or chapter could be about them making dinner or it could be about them going out to buy clothes or just about them kissing hugging them fucking or yeah. them thinking about I fucking i don't know how far you made it but they definitely they definitely fuck but, i have uh, not made it that far uh, uh, they have brought it up and talked about it uh in a funny light uh, but yeah, that's all it's about. Um, and it's cute, really wholesome. 
Um, I wasn't sure what it was until I finally got through like 10 chapters. I'm like, okay, I see what they're going for. This feels like a very like walk, read every week and just kind of catch up like you would with like the Sunday comics. Like something yeah. make you to make you feel good, but know that if you miss out on a week, it's not going to hurt the story. Um, very short story like. Um, most of them are super wholesome and unique in the fact that she is a Katsune spirit. So it's not just like a human. Like she has the ability to, to read her husband to read anyone's mind yeah I so like that, that makes was, for some funny situations that was probably one of my favorite early chapters i mean it's the second chapter so i hesitate to call it a spoiler but it's like where she's like oh yeah i can i can read your mind he's like it's so nice to be you know doing that and she's like but but you can't catch me off guard and he's like oh what's that and then oh yeah kisses he kisses her, her yeah because she's got so he has to be fast about his mind yeah 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 um, so i i do like my favorite one was probably the one where she uh she could sense or smell that. Oh, the dog. A dog. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's like, you have another female on you. What the hell is this? And because she's an animal, yeah. she mistook that mistook mistook the, the dog, dog smell scent. as yeah. a as a female, which I guess it could have been a female dog. Um, and he's like, I promise it's not. Like, read my mind. And then she finally senses. She realizes it's a dog. So she's like, oh, okay, never mind, sorry. So she rubs her scent on All him. All over him, yeah. To like over, kind of like a dog would do. Like when dogs smell a different scent, they kind of like, whoa, what the hell is this? Um, so she rubs her scent, and then when he goes back and like goes to see another animal, happens to be a cat, he freaks out because he, he yeah. smells like this Kitsune spirit. So yeah. I thought that was weird. Nah, there's definitely some good ones. I'll be honest, I mean, the story does pick up as it goes on, but... I mean, is there I, much story to it besides just day-to-day? Um, I'll be honest. I kind of prefer it without the story. No, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm just curious because, like, I would say, like, as an anime, I would want a story. As something I can just read and pick up anytime I want to, that's completely fine. There's a kind of – I guess I would say it kind of comes in arcs, but basically there's, like, the assassin is hired to kill her. There's this whole thing with her family. There's a bunch of other stuff that happens. But generally speaking, like, I don't even really think of it as like a story. I just think of it as a bunch of cute yeah. chapters, and I think that's how that's I fine. Per- that's how I prefer it because honestly, in a story like this where you're just doing like five pages or whatever, <clears throat> I prefer it to be simple and short. That, and that, and you're right; those things go uh, hand in hand, just like a short, quick to the point story. Uh, a lot of times, when you see stories like this, there is the main like point is usually that then them them trying to get together usually it's like two people that like each other but go through all these like adventures together to finally get to a point where they can confess and become a couple or you know something of that image but these guys are already together it's just them day to day so it's it's a different situation gotcha and i like that so no it was a cute suggestion recommend it yeah yeah i mean it's a good short read i definitely think like i said it's just like a pick it up whenever you like it um yeah, I'm on this kind of short read kick because, really? yeah, well, also because we're just so busy right now. But anyway, so that brings me to my recommendation for next, next week, Happy, Kana- Happy Kanako's Killer Life. So, uh, that art. Hell yeah. Um, so, it's basically, it's about this girl who uh, gets hired, who gets kicked. She loses her job, so she goes out and starts interviewing for a bunch of random jobs without looking at what they actually are. And one of those jobs happens to be becoming an assassin. So there you go. Hell yeah. That sounds <laughs> so, awesome. That sounds like a great anime. Yeah. I actually, I kind of wish they would adapt it. But anyway, uh, it, that, so that's going to be our pick for next time. So be sure to check in. And I guess we'll try to record soon because, good lord, there are so many anime this season. In fact, Bochito, 
Rock episode four just came out. So yeah, it's every day. Like I've literally every day something comes out, and that's awesome. Um, uh, but yeah, next episode probably will be just as long. So sorry if it's a little too long for some people, but there's just so much to watch, and there's still some fan favorites next se- next episode. Spy Family, the new Bleach. A mob psycho, a couple of new ones that I've been excited to talk about, Good like um, yeah. like uh, do it yourself. Do so it yourself. Next, You're so next episode about is going to be yourself. it's going to be just as good. All right. Anyway, thanks again for tuning in the Kiba Maid Cafe thing. Oh my god, god whatever that is. All right, thanks again for tuning in, and uh, until next time, y'all stay healthy and happy out there, and uh, don't let the world get you down. You know, just be. Just be a rock, a bochi to rock. Anyway, all right, take it easy, guys. Bye.